0: gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Three years before Robert Todd Lincoln defied his mother and joined his father's army, another son of a famous American beat him to it. In March of 1863, Charles Appleton Longfellow slipped away from his home on Brattle Street in Cambridge and hopped a train bound for Washington, D.C., to join President Lincoln's army. He was a high-profile runaway. Charles Longfellow, known as Charlie, was poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow's oldest son. He was bright and considered a superior marksman, though a little madcap. He had somehow shot off his left thumb even before he sought to disappear into the great sea of blue that was the Union Army. His mother, Fanny Elizabeth Appleton, had died in a house fire three years earlier. His father, also injured in the fire, was already in deep grief. In a letter his father received after he left, Charlie wrote, I have tried hard to resist the temptation of going without your leave, but I cannot any longer. I feel it to be my duty to do what I can for my country, and I would willingly lay down my life for it if it would be of any good." Charles Longfellow enlisted and was offered a commission in the 1st Massachusetts Cavalry, Company G. Barely three months later, a case of typhoid fever and malaria kept him from the Battle of Gettysburg. That November, though, during the Battle of New Hope Church in Virginia, he was shot in the left shoulder. The bullet traveled across his back, nicked his spine, and exited under his right shoulder. The doctor said he missed being paralyzed by less than an inch. His father left for once for Washington to bring him home, where he nursed his son back to wellness. Though Charlie never sufficiently recovered to rejoin the army. In 1861, on the first Christmas after his wife's tragic death, Henry Longfellow had written, how inexpressibly sad are all the holidays. The next year, he wrote, a merry Christmas, say the children, but that is no more for me. But on Christmas Day, 1863, though the Civil War raged on, The great poet was grateful beyond measure for his son's survival. On that day, he penned the words to a poem he called Christmas Bells. If you've ever been in the vicinity of Harvard Square on the hour, you have heard those bells. Here are some of Longfellow's familiar words. I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Their old familiar carols play, and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And thought how, as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Till ringing, singing on their way, the world revolved from night to day, a voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and marks the strong of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep, God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill to men. Beloved spiritual companions, this then is the message of Christmas, tragedy, poetry, courage, and the extravagant love of a child. The deep affirmation that what is holy has not left us, that light Will prevail over darkness and over all the bells, sweet music pealing, wild and sweet, proclaiming mystery and magic, peace and goodwill, proclaiming loud and deep.